Really? Yeah. Juniata. Juniata. Gotcha. Juniata. 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 Not Juanita. Juanita. Not Juanita. Not Juanita. 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 All right, that's all useless. Useless information. It's not useless to me. Console me. Oh, hold me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Yeah. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. <laughs> I was like, come on, my house. Don't leave me when you get here, though. Don't leave me when you get here. <laughs> Hello, love. Hi. How are you? I'm. I'm busy. Yes, you have been. I'm so busy. You're doing great, though. Um, we're we're recording this the week of Thanksgiving. I work in retail, so you're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> it's been everyone's shopping, 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 Black Friday deals. Pretty much. Um, it's just been ridiculous and the pandemic hasn't been helping, so no. No. And I can't oh my god. It, we're going through this whole toilet paper thing again. It's annoying. You know how many calls I get a day? Do you have any toilet paper? Yes. Can you hold it aside for me? No. no. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you? You know, it's been a day. It's been a day. It's been a day. It's been a day. So you guys know I have kids. Yeah. And kids are great. Like, I love them so much. Kids are great. Kids are great. And we're gonna leave it at that. Um, so welcome everyone. My name is Sarah. I'm Shade. And this is Trying, trying to, to Make, make it, it to 30, 30, where we are trying to make it through this holiday week, this pandemic, and being adults. Yep. With responsibilities. By the way, I would like to say we've been doing it very haphazardly. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, successful is not the word, word, but also failing is also so not, not the word. Like, we're doing it, but, like, man, the struggle is there. It really is. So really is. So. Do not beat your kids. Shade's <laughs> <laughs> having a day. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to end this day with some wine. Yes. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to taste this wine. It smells so good. So today's topic is we're going to talk about makeup and the makeup industry and um, kind of delving into like like the standards of beauty yeah and, and how, how they change how how it's changed too from like how it changes like the older you get yeah so we'll talk Not about for me but yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow um so we'll talk about that but i wanted to get um i wanted to get a red and this really isn't, this isn't like red, red, but it's a, it's a red wine. It's from a Pennsylvania vineyard. Um, it's from Juniata, right? That's what we looked up. Yeah. Juniata Valley Winery. It's called Redheaded Stepchild. Um, I just felt like it spoke to me <laughs> as the only redhead here. The redheaded stepchild. So it, it literally the, um, the description is wild and crazy, sweet and smooth, all bottled up and out of control. They say blondes have more fun, but Junia, Juniata Vineyards... No, I'm sorry. I fucked that up. Juniata <laughs> Valley Winery knows the truth. This chick is off the hook. Ooh. So, um... You know how I can tell, wait, before we drink it, you know how I can tell this is going to be a problem? Why? I smell the fruit in it, like a fruit juice. Mm -hmm. You can just down this and you won't even know that you got hit hard. Well, we'll see. So, cheers. Cheers. I love it. This tastes like juice. I love it. Literally. It's okay. I don't have to sip it. I'll just gulp it, get to where I need to be. (laughs) You don't if, like yours, I'll drink yours too. I'll drink if, the whole bottle. I don't give a damn. I don't, no, no, no. I don't dislike it. It's just, it's, it's literally like tasting juice. Like there's no. It also kind of feels thick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a red. Well, you know, this feels like it was like freshly squeezed kind of. 
It's good. And I'm not mad at it. I'm not glad. Even just, so you know how sometimes sweet wines, they start off very sweet, but the aftertaste is very like, hmm. not sour. Or like tangy? Yeah. There's not a whole lot of that in here. It actually goes down pretty smooth for being so sweet. It does go down really smooth. It also doesn't, it doesn't like linger. No. I like that. It's actually really good for a sweet red wine. No, I like this. So. Wow. Uh, congrats to uh, Juniata Valley Winery. Yeah. For an amazing red. We should get this one. There's like, actually, we should make a list of wines we'd get again. Okay. Yeah. This is on there. Okay. Okay. The yeah. first red we had. The first red <laughs> we had on the show. Yeah. And we're like, top notch. Mm-hmm. I knew you, well, I saw sweet and I was like, oh. Thought I will like this. Then again, so far out of all the wines you bought me, I only didn't like the one. Mm-hmm. But remember because like I was drinking the juice and then had that wine. What was it? It was the Naked Lady. The in the buff. Yeah, the Naked Lady. The Naked Lady. Yeah, that was rough. Don't yeah. drink juice and then drink wine. It's gross. Which is weird because they're both juice. Yeah, but no. Okay. <laughs> um. So today's topic, we're talking about makeup, um, which is a fun topic. It's fun. It is. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. Because, I mean, so a lot of, a majority of women enjoy makeup. Mm -hmm. Sarah and I are one of them. Yes. Or two of them? We are amongst them. We are amongst them. Them. (laughs) I feel like you're teasing me, but it's fine. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Yeah, no. Uh, when did you start wearing makeup? I not not like the makeup so, you wear now. Like literally, just like when did you like start? when did I start wearing it properly, or when did I actually start wearing it? When you actually started wearing it. Oh god, because when I started wearing it properly is not when I started wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I look back on those pictures. I'm like, no. I'm like, oh, I started wearing makeup maybe in eighth grade. Okay. Yeah, like, I started doing, like, lip liner and lip gloss. I started doing my eyebrows horribly. Um, like, the pictures I look back on, it was just so bad. Like, it was a blunt line around my lips with mm-hmm. lip gloss. And my mom used to let me go to school like that. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was, like, actually around the time I grew boobs. So I was like, boobs, makeup, makes sense. So Yeah. Yeah. No, not a good time. It was really bad. <laughs> Everyone should have told me I was bad at makeup, but no one told me. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing other people's makeup. Everyone should have told me I was bad at makeup. So I didn't start wearing, I didn't start wearing or doing makeup properly until I was twenty one or two years old. I remember you doing my makeup as teenagers. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you let me do that. Uh, because I love and support you. You do love but, and support me. Um, that was very interesting. I look like I got out of a Jersey spray tan. So, when I first did your makeup, I had no makeup for white people. And I just, <laughs> I put on my lighter concealer all over your face and figured that would work. All I did was tan her poor pale skin. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, I'm like almost porcelain doll white. Almost. I, oh my gosh, how many times have I got to go over this? I'm not, I'm not quite. I'm two shades. Not two. Yeah. You're two shades now? Yeah. Remember we picked that one shade away from, like, pill? No, because you have, like, literally albino, then porcelain, and then me. (laughs) I hate you so much. (laughs) Okay. Look, I can't help it. I'm, my parents' ancestors all came from Northern European Mm -hmm. people. They don't, there's no sun there. No, not for you, at least. There's no sun in Ireland. The sun does not support your skin. There is no sun in Ireland, and there is no sun in Russia, either. So Ukraine. In the Ukraine. So, you know, we don't... I go out... I don't go get tan, because I go outside for five minutes, and I burn. Yeah, you're not good at sun. No, and it's not like I'm... You and sun are, like, mortal enemies. (laughs) I've never seen... I've watched you put on layers of sunblock and still get burned. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That's horrible. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, when did when did you start wearing makeup? Not properly, but when did you start? Um, I started. You know, it's not when I started, but I remember as a kid, my I would go over to my grandmother's house, mm-hmm. 
And my grandmother had my mom's room still kind of like set up when my mom left it. Aw. And my mom had a vanity and my grandmother would do her makeup in my mom's room on her my mom's vanity. Mm-hmm. And I remember like as a little, little kid, I would go in and just play with the makeup. Oh, yeah. Like I would just like put everything everything on on. (laughs) like i just would sit on that mirror and just put stuff on my face and my mom would be like what are you doing and i remember i remember it to this day my grandmother when i was done playing she would bring me into her bathroom and pull out the pond's like lotion (laughs) or that like i guess it was like facial cleaner Mm -hmm. it's the ponds in that little like white yeah the white tub with the yeah like wide i know yeah And she would just rub that all over my face and then take a washcloth and wipe it off. Mm. But then I started wearing it myself probably around 13, I think, is when my mom started letting me, like, wear Mm. it. Wear Mm. it. Like, because before she was, like, she let me have, like, the play makeup, but, like, nothing, like... Serious? Yeah. Don't go out the house like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I wasn't. Like, I could do lip gloss. I was chapstick. Yeah. I graduated the lip gloss when I was in sixth grade. When I was like, oh, you have lip gloss? Yeah. Before then, it was only chapstick. Yeah. Lip gloss was, like, the most I got, but it was always that, like... Remember those fruity ones back in the day? The, like... I do. I do. I just remember the colors. I don't remember what... They were lip something. I don't... I I remember they were, like, they all came in different fruit flavors. Yeah. There's, like, green and watermelon, Mm -hmm. watermelon, apple, cherry, strawberry. I remember all of those. Um... But no, uh, was it juicy lips? I was thinking juicy, but I couldn't remember the <laughs> other part. So I think it was juicy lips. Man, it was juicy something. I know it was juicy. That's a two thousand throwback. Sorry, <laughs> I got burnt by that TikTok again. <laughs> the early two thousands, late nineties. It's true. That was like the two thousand. So back in the day when I started doing makeup. Back in the day. <laughs> when I first started, everything was about glitter. Like. Okay, yeah. You remember? I do like, remember. back in the. It was because of like Britney Spears yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they had like the body glitter. Yeah. They had. I remember my foundation had glitter in it. The foundation. That's horrible. <laughs> I'm like. And I remember I put that stuff all over my face. Um, I'm I, shiny. I'm shiny. Uh. Yeah, all I knew how to do was, like, foundation. I only did, like, one color eyeshadow because I didn't know how to blend. Um, one color. One color. That was it. Blue. Blue. No, I don't think I ever did blue. Why? No, I just said blue because it's the ugliest thing you could think oh. You don't know what you're doing? <laughs> no. So, my mom knew a little bit about makeup So and my aunt. So, like, they would, like, buy me makeup, mm-hmm. but they would buy makeup that they were like, oh, this is for you. Like... Like children's makeup? No, no, no. So like the they would buy like me like CoverGirl or like mm-hmm. Maybelline like drugstore makeup. Gotcha. Okay. But like my aunt would be like, I'd be like, oh, I want these colors, and they would be like bright neon. My aunt's like, no, you can't wear that every day. That's what you want it. Yeah. Well, you know, at twelve, thirteen, <laughs> like you don't know. You know why I think it was like it made sense that you wanted those bright neon colors. What was those like binders and those notebooks? They had, like, those cartoon girls on it. Yeah. With the full lips the, and bright eyeshadows. The Bratz. Not Bratz. It was something oh, Lisa, else. Lisa. Frank. Yes, Lisa Franklin. Frank. Everything I, she put out was bright and colorful. Yes. And everyone loved it. <laughs> <laughs> the chills of getting older. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's kind of nice being nostalgic about it. Because it, it was long ago, but not, like, forever. Ago. Ancient. Yeah. So, like... Like, I'm not 70, so... No. No. We're not. Not anywhere close. Um, Thanks. Thank you, God. <laughs> but I don't think I started to, like, know how to do my makeup properly until <laughs> my early 20s. Maybe. I just, I just didn't know. Because, like, my mom, like, only knew, like, basic stuff to teach me. And then I... You know, I wasn't, like, I liked wearing makeup, but I wasn't, like, as into it in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, I wore it, but it was really just to try and cover, like, blemishes and things like that. It wasn't because I was, like, oh, it makes me feel pretty. It was right. just, like, 
I also think I started getting into a ritual too. Oh, like a comfortable like, yeah. routine. Yeah. Like now my makeup for me is like I wake like if I'm going somewhere, like I wake up, um, shower or wash my face and then like I'll moisturize and then like my zen moment before I go anywhere is just to sit in front of my makeup mirror and just like put my makeup on. Mm-hmm. And then I'll throw on like a podcast or like a YouTube video and just like zen and it's like my moments to collect myself before i have to go do something i agree so it's a great moment just sitting on sitting at your vanity putting on your makeup especially if you bought new makeup oh my god oh that new just open palette or new just open foundation that doesn't have new brushes new brushes it's a beautiful thing i don't even like washing brushes i just like buying them i know I will throw those bitches. I know. Out. I'm like looking at my brush collection. Like I'm about to just throw this shit out. Like throw it out. New. We can just buy new ones right? together. There That's the one thing I won't stop you from buying is new brushes. brushes. It feels so good. It smells so good. Then you wash them once or twice and throw them away. Yeah. <laughs> Not really though, because they're expensive. <laughs> they are expensive. Don't tell Ricky that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like so the difference is like for me, because I'm a makeup artist, I have separate brush collections. I have brushes that I bought from like professional makeup websites and then brushes I buy for myself, mm-hmm. which are like nicer. I, I want to say nicer, but like they're only nice based off name. They're not right. nice based off quality, mm-hmm. but like they're prettier. <laughs> I also think too, it's personal preference. Yeah. Like there are certain brushes that like I have that like I don't think other people would get like. Mm-hmm. I really do like Sephora's collection of brushes. Like, I don't really have a major issue with them, but I'm also not a professional makeup artist, so I don't know, And I like, would never use it on my clients. Yeah. I have their brushes, too, but I got them for free. Yeah, well... But I would never use them on a client. So, but that's, like, my personal... Like, I have no issue with their... Like, mm-hmm. I have their, like, smoky eye set that mm-hmm. I use, and I have no issues with it. That's actually not a bad set, though. Um, or, like, yourself. Right. I don't do other people's makeup. I recommend those to, like, teenage girls and early 20s. Okay. The ones who are just starting to, like, get into, like, their makeup mm-hmm. routines. Yeah. I also haven't bought brushes in, like... Forever. Four years. Just been washing my old ones. I'm not going to talk to you about that. We oh. should go, like... Oh, you we should go makeup shopping. You want to go makeup like, shopping? Like, online. I don't oh. want to go out in person. Oh, okay. It's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I know. It's so weird. So, like, I went into Ulta mm-hmm. not too long ago, and they have a Harry Potter collection out. I know. And I looked at it, and the I was like... Color pop collection? Yeah. And I was, like, looking at it, but I, then, you know, the, like, it's so bad. The bougie side of me was like, is this actually good, though, or is this gimmicky makeup? Yeah. Because, like, I think like, 15-year-old me would have been like, I need to get it. Yeah, because I think ColourPop is considered mass cosmetics. They're not considered luxury cosmetics. Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I don't, but the thing is, like, I don't know the difference between those, but oh. I know the difference. Like, it, I don't know how to explain it. You don't it. know it by name, like, but you no. can just tell by quality? Well, you, well, you're like, they're technically mass cosmetics, and I'm like, I don't know what that means, but it sounds like it's not as good quality. <laughs> That's what I know. Like, I just know looking at it, and I I don't know. I feel like makeup that looks too gimmicky, mm-hmm. I just have this, like, idea that, like, it's going to be bad. That's why I like my, like, Anastasia Beverly Hills or, like, you know, things like that. Because I feel like they're not flashy. They're not gimmicky. They're just, yeah. like, here's makeup. The only gimmicky thing I've ever, ever bought was from Urban Decay, the um, Game of Thrones collection. Mm-hmm. And I sold most of them, but I kept Aria and Jon Snow. Like okay. I kept their makeup brushes, but sold everything else online. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they were selling for a fortune online. Were they for a fortune? It was so crazy. And it the Urban Decay's makeup is decent quality. I'm not the biggest fan of their eyeshadows, but the eyeshadow palette I didn't keep. I just kept the brushes. Mm-hmm. But they're still packaged. I haven't used them. I think um too like it depends like. Like, I like um, Anastasia Beverly Hills, like, eyeshadow palettes, but mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of their setting spray. 
<laughs> it just smells good. It just it smells really and good. And it's really pretty in the bottle. Yeah, but like Don't you have it? I do. I'm almost out. Um, I need to get these settings. It's almost right. out, but you really don't care for that much. I don't, but I explain it. I spent thirty dollars oh, okay. on it. So I was like Don't waste the money. Yeah, I'm too frugal. Like even if I buy a palette and I'm like, mm, I'm not feeling this palette completely. I will either find somebody else who will use it, mm-hmm. or I will, like, still find a way to use it. Yeah. Like. I don't like the palette. It typically goes to my little cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I just put it in my makeup kit. But I thought about it. Like, if I don't like it, I'm not going to like how it looks on a client. Mm-hmm. Also, I know. So, like, here's the thing. Like, some makeup palettes, some, co- like, uh, eyeshadow palettes are either good on their own or the other ones need extra work to it Mm -hmm. and i don't like palettes that need extra work to it like i don't want to have to put a um eyeshadow primer and prep the eyelid for it without knowing it will be good on its own Mm -hmm. only reason why i use eyeshadow primer is if somebody has oily eyelids Mm -hmm. Besides that, you're you're really gonna do bad, right? With a crappy eyeshadow palette. Mm-hmm. That's the two differences to me. Right. Either you need extra work or you don't. Yeah, that's true. That's Urban Decay for me. Their <laughs> eyeshadow palette needs extra, extra work. work. Yeah, that used to be my thing for the longest time. Ooh, however, ColourPop is really good for being a mat part of the mass cosmetics. Mm-hmm. I think their eyeshadows are really good. I really? only bought one eyeshadow palette from them during mm-hmm. the summer, but um, I can use it without needing a primer. Oh, good. Yeah. So if you wanted to get the Harry Potter one, I support you. There you go. Yeah. I don't. I think Slytherin. <laughs> Why would I get Slytherin? Because I'm Slytherin finally. But I'm a Gryffindor. Fuck them. I had gotten Gryffindor three times. I did not want Gryffindor. I wanted Slytherin so bad. I have never heard a more... Fourth time's the charm. I have never heard a more Slytherin thing before. I didn't like my answer, so I just retook the test different times so I got the answer I wanted. And I got it. Which <laughs> makes more sense. Like, I should have been Slytherin from the first... That test didn't know what I was talking about. They don't know me. I'm a thug. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with makeup, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. To my Slytherin family... Um, <laughs> I'm debating whether I want to talk about like makeup trends through the years. Oh, oh, we can because we definitely were just talking about how it was when we first started our makeup and how we progressed to being the professionals that we are now. That's true. Yeah, because I realized that because there's so much information on the internet that the teenagers who used to look like well, okay, when we were teenagers, we used to look like kind of like raggedy when we were mm-hmm. playing with our makeup because we didn't know what to do. But now that the new the teenagers who are currently teenagers have all the information they need, they're looking mm-hmm. bad as hell. They look so they fly. Look so good. And yeah. Um, I was actually reading this article, and we can go through it, but they do talk about how YouTube is now like the, setting the standard. And it's not only setting the standard, but it's making um makeup trends more accessible mm-hmm. so like makeup started out like back in the day um like being exclusively for like movie stars or musicians mm-hmm. um typically it wasn't used by like the everyday person mm-hmm. um with like a few like exceptions like obviously back in like way 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 back like before we were way born. Before, like, our grand whatevers were born. Like, they, like, the royals used to use it for, like, one thing or another. But it wasn't, like... Something peasants would use. Yeah. We wouldn't have used it. <laughs> yeah. Peasants. Um, but, like, um, I didn't actually write it down. Like, between, like, in the... I was reading that in the early 1900s, like, they were starting to kind of, like, um, venture out into the public. And by 1915, the first metal tube lipstick was created. Metal tube lipstick. Yeah. That's sexy. It was. Multi-use? It might be. (laughs) Um... But because of that, um, like, 
because they came out with this like lipstick, a lot of things like makeup trends during that um decade were um like pale powdered skin as well as stained lips. It's also interesting to know that um the article I read only went back like starting in the 1900s um so okay. it, it didn't go like into history history i was too busy to actually go into that we could probably do a whole episode just on the actual history of makeup we could but that's not relevant right now N- no not right now <laughs> um, wants a history lesson right now but it's it's relevant Besides Sarah. it's interesting to note that like makeup wasn't made it's not interesting but it's interesting to like see how like true it is um was not made for people of color mm-hmm. until much much later like so, recently yeah <laughs> it's not like at, it's recent but it's not like as like recent as you think like i, I i'll go through i'm pretty sure it's like the 1960s is when it kind of started when it started but it yeah. hasn't been I, I don't want to even say perfected but it hasn't been as available no, and that's part of the makeup industry itself. Yeah. But just the history of makeup, like, up until the 1960s, like, it, only people wearing it were pale-ass white women. Yeah. So me. Because I, I actually read online, or not even read online, but it was actually an outline I read. That's not yours. <laughs> <laughs> I read an outline stating, like, different reasons why it, they didn't, like, go straight into offering people of color, um cosmetic products mm-hmm. was because it actually cost more to mm-hmm. darken the powders, powders and foundations. Like yeah. yeah. And I was like, I would have never thought that, but amazing. But then you think about it and like, even all the way back into like, a, like when you think about like Asian uh, cultures, cultures, like geishas even, mm-hmm. I don't know. They use like bird stuff. Yep, yeah, but they didn't color that. Exactly. The were just but like... But think about it. They're starting from pure white cosmetics. Right. Pure white. And now you have to darken it to like close to... Or darker than me. Just think about it. You're coming from pure white all the way to yeah. deep, 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 deep brown. Deep. Well, that's probably deep. why porcelain was like such a popular like look. Yeah, porcelain's Be- everywhere. Because that's all you had. Yeah. And it's... the easiest to make so that's why they market that shit also everywhere. you know what even it what sucks for white people <laughs> is like the fact that you all like you all have like green undertones yellow undertones red undertones pink undertones mm-hmm. neutral undertones and like uh so like even if you are a porcelain you can't just pick up a porcelain and yeah go. you have to find the right porcelain so it seems like it's either if you're if you're not white you have the issue of not being able to find your color because there's no option. Mm-hmm. And if you're wh- like white, you have the issue of not being able to find the right color because there's too many undertones. And they only have, like, either way. Yeah. It's not, like, I I find either I go too light with, it's hard for me to find, like, foundation. So once I find one that works. You stick with it. Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Because either I'm too light mm-hmm. or I'm like way too tan and <laughs> it's, and it's not even like a shade. It's like, oh, you might have spent time in the sun. It's like, dude, you picked that wrong. Yeah. No, you did not do it right. You did not do that right. Like even with me, I have three foundations that I have to keep in rotation. Unfortunately, they expire. So you have to buy new ones when summer come around. Mm-hmm. But like I have three of them because I get darker in the summer. I get lighter. Excuse me, in the winter, and then I have an in-between while I'm about to buy a new one. Mm-hmm. So. That's too much. And that's why, so, like, the cosmetic industry is worth $49.2 billion. Double check. Yep, $49.2 billion. Why don't you grab your notebook? You know why? Closer? Oh, because I'm cold and I'm my arms are inside me. Oh, okay. Do you want me to grab it? No. Okay. You know why? Because no. if anything, you will grab it when I need it. Okay. So the makeup industry is worth how much? $49.2 billion. That's a lot of fucking money. That is a lot of fucking money. And that's at, that's of today. Of today. Today. I didn't look at the numbers of how much they were like worth back in the early 2000s. But like I, I skimmed over it. In about 2005, they were worth like three, three million maybe. Mm-hmm. 
So they like quadruple in size? I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, it's just a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to think, too, like, again, with YouTube and that being a platform of people watching. Because mm-hmm. now on YouTube, not only do you have just, like, your regular, like, like before you just had your models selling makeup. Mm-hmm. So the models was whoever, like, you know, um, mm-hmm. paid them to say it. Now you have any anybody can go on YouTube and like talk about makeup. That's true. So then if you think about it, like look at like Jackie Ina or um even James Charles, like yeah. you know, these people, these makeup artists. Um, I don't follow a lot of makeup artists, so I can't name too many. Okay. Those are those are the only two that I know off the top of my head. There's that, so many good ones too. Yeah. Um but like uh, just look at Jackie Ina. Like she was just going on like doing like reviews of like makeup and all of mm-hmm. a sudden like because she got a following now she has like makeup industry people looking at her and trying to use her to promote their makeup and I think you see that like trickle down effect because if you have somebody like her saying like yeah it sucks I can't find a product that matches me mm-hmm. it's gonna make some exact say we need to find a product that matches her. Mm-hmm. She finds it and then promotes it, and then people start following through. Look how big Fenty blew up. Yeah, Fenty became amazing because all of the different shades they offered. Right. And, like, somebody who is my skin tone, or my skin shade, right, but has a different undertone, Fenty recognized it and created that for them. Right. So, like, even though I'm a golden undertone, that person is a cool undertone, but we're still on the same area of shade. It's just, right. they, that's why they blew up. They did a great job at being inclusive. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that I think is amazing about the cosmetic industry right now compared to how it was back then. Because you said, remember, it was just for like royalty or mm-hmm. Hollywood stars and stuff like that. But now I'm watching people online who, who were actually like who have pigment, skin pigment uh differences mm-hmm. and like scarring on the face and they're they have millions of followers and millions of views because there's people out there who are like them who relate to it mm-hmm. even like people who are like you mentioned before albinos are a, I think a huge staple in the industry because at one point they were considered taboo people mm-hmm. but now everyone's like well technically they're beautiful right <laughs> They're beautiful. They're, there's like African American albinos who have blonde hair and blue eyes, and they're just gorgeous. But before they were out, they were like outcast, and people were uncomfortable around them. But now, like the cosmetic industry and YouTube has made them so. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I don't even want to say popular. What's the word I'm looking for? So influential, or it's it's really um, help. It's shed a light. And made them mm-hmm. more recognizable and more relatable. Yeah, like inclusive inclusivity. Yeah, I think that's right. That's the word. Inclusivity matters. Right. And the cosmetic industry is now understanding that. And I think that's why you see another huge like mm-hmm. surge in profit because again you have these industries that are like taking note and they're including more people. Um, you know, some brands are even working to make their stuff more affordable. Yeah. Like, you know, we can't always afford the new, like, palette or new trendy, like, you know. Sometimes I look at the price of a palette that I'm like, oh, my God, I want it. And I'm like, not this paycheck. <laughs> so, like. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like that. But, like, they're like, oh, we want to make sure you're included. So, like, we're not just going to make it. Available for those who have, like, buku money. Right. We're going to make it for those who are just regular essential workers. Workers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not... I, because I'm super bougie, am not a huge fan of, like, Sephora's collection. Yeah. But, like, you can kind of see, like, what they're trying to do. Yeah. Like, they're trying to give you that, like... That feeling of like, oh, you're in this industry with us, but you don't have to pay all that money. Yeah. It might not be this, it's not going to be like Marc Jacobs or anything like that, but it, no. it's like, 
It's kind of nice. That's beautiful quality. I know. I can't afford Not that. Not enough shades, but beautiful quality. I know. That shit goes on like velvet. Yeah. So beautiful. Oh. Even I have a hard time with that, though, like, finding one that, like, I think matches me. Yeah, they have very limited shades. Yeah. Very limited. But, um, as a makeup artist, <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. It's beautiful. But, like, also, like, I would buy it for my clients because, because it's so velvety and it's not full coverage. Like, the, uh, the foundation is not full coverage. You can mm-hmm. blend it into the skin beautifully if you just mm-hmm. take the time into doing it. Mm-hmm. But people who are not like models who are getting their makeup done by a professional don't have time for blending. I don't they need time. something that matches immediately so they can put it on and go. It's like, yeah, I get it. Like That's why I do that Makeup Forever brand. Yeah. <laughs> makeup Forever is like the first brand I've ever been a part of that was just like, <gasps> you have everything I need. Yeah. Everything. I've tried a couple, like, I've tried their, like, velvet matte foundation, and then I forget which one I have now, but it's, like, a more of, like, a lighter liquid, but it's not full coverage, and even that is still pretty, like, I feel like it just matches my skin better. You know what's beautiful about Makeup Forever? You can go into one of their stores and just custom make your shades of lipstick and... Can you? You can. I've never been to one of their stores. I actually applied to work for one of their stores before I got hired at another company. And um, I she just let me sit in there and play with their stuff. I made makeup that I didn't even understand what color it was. <laughs> it's just That's, good stuff. I need to find one. They're I in King of Prussia. Are they? Yeah. That's I mean, a- I don't know if they're open door in this situation, the pandemic and everything, but they're there. Well, when everything's over. We'll go play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also opened a new Morphe store in there, too. I've been in the Morphe store. You have? Yeah. I like that place, too. I got a couple palettes there. See, I don't buy their palettes. I buy their brushes. Their you know, brushes. I did buy the James Charles palette. Yeah. It's in my client kit. I remember because you put, like, a bunch of colors on my face. I sure did. I put all them colors on your face. So I use, I use you, I use Sarah, as a tester because I have... I have brown skin, so I can just test how it looks on my skin for my African-American clients. But I use Sarah to test how my my products look for white clients. It's true. And she's such a good sport. You're my, you're my boo. Well, you know, you come over and your husband feeds me. And then you I give me wine. Know. And then you're like, by the way, <laughs> pull out a palette. I'm like, oh. Look what I got. This is what we're Let's doing. Let's go to the movies afterward. Yeah, we did go to the movies afterward. <laughs> And to go see the Avengers. We did. We did go to see Avengers. And you did wear that makeup. I did. You did a great job. I'm a sport. You are. You're my sport. You my boo-boo. My boo-boo. My boo-boo. My baby. You're my baby. <laughs> Such a doofus. Can I tell you, though? So, like, you know, I'm I'm so glad that they have this inclusivity. Um, I also, I'm not going to lie, I fell into, I don't want to say fell into the trend, but, like, I really enjoy like some like skincare products that are kind of like top of like like I love my Tatcha moisturizer. Yeah. It's just the shit. It's so nice. I spent and then because I loved it so much, I got their primer and their primer is so nice. It's it's like it, it's sixty something dollars, but it's worth it. So nice, worth it. It's I like, still use their primer. You know how like um some primer you put on and it just feels like it like just sits on your face and you're just like oh that's there that's there like Tatcha's primer doesn't feel like like I can put it on and not put makeup on and not realize that I have it on like lotion yeah yeah it's so nice yeah it melts into the skin nicely um it's very nice and it like it's so good that's the only primer I would use to apply my makeup with a brush Really? That's the only primer I would use because otherwise you'll see the streaks from the brush unless I use a sponge to set it in. Mm-hmm. But um, Tatcha's primer, I use a brush and it will just melt into it so nicely. It's just so... Tatcha is so nice. It's a it, great brand. It is very high... I don't want to say high end, but like... It is. It is. That like little water cream, that's my favorite. It's like $60 for that little like... See, I'll be damned. Tub where you can go get the Pond's one for like... 250 
But I would rather get the Tatcha because, like, it just it feels so nice. Yeah, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful experience. Favorite. I like the uh, dewy one, the purple one. Oh, I, I use that one. I haven't had that one yet. Well, see, I like my skin dewy. Oh, it's like I like I want my face to look like I'm dripping from water. <laughs> I just came out the pool. My skin gonna look glistening. It, it gonna glisten. Yeah. But like that's and then I like their dewy settings like the doing the dewy spray, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. You were like, you can't use this on your makeup. I'm like, yes, the fuck you can. Yes, you can. Do it. Do it. It feels so good. It's actually it's secondly like an essence, but it's really beautiful. It's I would I could spend over two hundred dollars just on Tatcha. I could too. Just over. I was. I would buy the entire line. That's how much I love them. Yeah, I probably yeah. would too. The only thing though, so like their um, their water cleanser, mm-hmm. um, I like it, but I can't use it every day, mm-hmm. um, because and I think I probably just have to get the sensitive skin one. Mm-hmm. But like because it has like exfoliants in it, like it sometimes like it over exfoliates my skin because I have sensitive skin. Yeah. So then, like, I start, like, looking kind of red. Kind of. Kind of. I poke you, you look very red. <laughs> I can't help it. It's white. Yeah. It's what white people look like. That's so funny. <laughs> you look like the wine. You look like the wine. Um, I love Tatcha. And you know what? If you So, like, Tatcha's a Japanese brand. And it's a beautiful, beautiful brand. And if you can't afford Tatcha, I think the step down for me, personally, is Glow Recipe. Yeah? And that's a Korean brand. But... I actually love their skincare products. Like, I love the moisturizer, the watermelon moisturizer, the watermelon sleeping mask. And if you have sensitive skin, they have a water, I mean, not watermelon, they have an avocado sleeping mask for extra hydration at night. Mm-hmm. It is so beautiful. And their mist, they have this, like, fine mist that you, like, I think that also smells like watermelon. You spray it on your skin, and it's like you don't even, you don't feel it going on your skin. It really? just sits there. Yeah, it's so beautiful. I recommend it to anyone. If you like to have very hydrated, juicy skin, I, I suggest that to anyone. If you have dry skin, that is the place to go. All right. I have yeah. combination. You have combination. See, I have normal skin, but I like to look juicy. Juicy. I want this I skin to glisten. oily in my, my T-zone. That's normal. And then my chin. Also normal. And then but I get flaky. So, for anyone who says they're combination skin, right, and you say you get oily in your T-zone, that's normal. So, that's mm-hmm. n- so you automatically have normal skin if, if you say that. But then you said you get flaky in your cheeks. So, I threw out the whole thing about your T-zone because having your T-zone oily is normal. Everyone gets oily in their T-zone, right? But no, not everyone gets flaky in their cheeks. So, I would say you have dry skin. Oh. Yeah. They moisturize every day. Twice a day. But you still get flaky, right? Sometimes, yeah. You'll get flaky after a while. So that's yeah. dry skin. Your skin is dry. Oh. It's not a combination. Oh. I just do... Let's go find that person and slap them. Who told you that? <laughs> the internet. Let's go beat them down. <laughs> the internet told me. The internet told you. Oh, my goodness. No. Having your oily and oily T-zone is normal. It's that flakiness. That's the dryness. Your your face is like, I'm thirsty. That's what Probably it is. Probably why I like that moisturizer so much. My skin just sucks it the up. The water one? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably exactly why. Because if you're a company your skin, you probably need something thicker. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's because I'm, I'm not good at makeup. I'm decent enough at makeup to make myself look good. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's it. I think you always look good. Thank you. Unless you have a really rough day at work. Then you look like you're ready to murder someone. <laughs> and that's not very sexy. That, that might just be in my eyes, though. Not necessarily my makeup. No, no. It's your whole face. <laughs> it's not just your eyes. Your nose is scrunched up more. Your face is a little bit more red around the cheeks. Your lips are very tight. It's a very hard day for you. It's a hard day. Because <laughs> you're like, don't fuck with Sarah. Don't do it. Her makeup came and saved her face. <laughs> no. I can tell I've had a long day because the creases... Under my eyes, mm-hmm. show up more, more prominent. Yeah, and it's a lot of me just like squinting, like inferring my eyebrows. So like that's how I know I've had a day. Yeah, your face is a lot more tighter. Yeah, so you can see the creases from my asshole. makeup, and I'm like, it's been a day. It's been a day. I know when you picked me up from Friendsgiving, I got in the car and I was like, I'm worried. <laughs> 
Damn. I don't know how this is going to go. And that's why I was immediately like, how was your day? And you're like, let me tell you. I'm like, oh, okay. It's that kind of day. You know, I have a... I can't believe the shit I had to put up with. I have a very short fuse and an even thinner patience. Mm-hmm. And I work in customer service. And I have to just bury that shit as far down as it can possibly go. <laughs> <laughs> For your very short fuse and your very short patience, you know what you need? Thicker makeup. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing, the only good thing about this pandemic is having to wear a mask at work so you can't see the bottom half of my face. So you're like, this the whole bad. bottom half of my face is like, you motherfucker, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> you dumbasses. You why are you here so early in the morning? Say stupid shit like that to me again. So the one thing I would say about the industry. Sarah's research. No, I don't have research. This is just my personal opinion. I'm just deleting oh. all the research I did do because we didn't go over any of it. Which is fine. I don't care. But I just don't care. Like, I just don't want it on my phone. <laughs> um, So, like... A couple years ago, I was I was barely 25, so a few years ago. I remember I wanted to, like, go and get, like, and start doing eye creams at night. Mm-hmm. Because I was noticing, like, the dark circles under my eyes were being more prominent. Uh-oh. And it was getting harder to, like... Conceal. Conceal it as much. So, I walked in, and, like, I really didn't have, like lines under my face yet um I wasn't there yet and I walked into Sephora and I was looking and I I guess I looked like I needed help and the one was like oh what are you looking for and I was like oh I'm I'm looking for an eye cream um to wear like kind of at night while I sleep, I'm just looking for something to help with, like, the dark circles under my eyes. Um, so I'm really, I don't want anything too complicated. And she's like, oh, here, like, this is where we would look. And she takes me over and she goes, so these are all our anti-aging eye creams. I'm like, did I say anything? Anti-aging. About anti-aging. Not brightening, but straight to anti-aging. Anti-aging. And her answer was, well, a lot of these anti-aging also help with dark circles, but it's just going to help you with, you know, the the added, like, circles, too. And I was, like, immediately, the minute I was, like, I'm interested in eye cream, immediately I felt like I got groups and, like, you're getting old. Yeah. And 25. I was, like, and I was, like, I'm 25. I, I don't need... I don't need wrinkle rejuvenation. I just need... She's trying to make a sale. Because yeah. anti-aging is way more expensive than just a brightening eye cream. Yeah, well, funny enough, I didn't walk out of there with eye cream. <laughs> what did you walk out with? Oh, I think I got upset, so I bought, like, perfume or something. <laughs> I am buying shit you tried to sell me. I'll buy this expensive <laughs> perfume instead. <laughs> um, yeah, probably, but I, I was just... I feel like... I don't know. I feel like the minute you hit like a certain age, yeah, immediately the bo- the beauty industry no longer wants to like focus on being like, oh, like here's the here's this like really cool new makeup and it does this and immediately they latch on to like look younger. Here's anti aging, like fix your face. Yeah, no. And it's like really frustrating because on one hand I'm kind of like, I don't feel like I need to be working so hard to like prevent aging because it's it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. like no matter what but it's like i don't know i feel like they just like really beat you over the head with like anti-aging yeah have this anti-aging cream how you get too old yeah like start now because if you start now like then you won't have to worry about it later but it's like no matter what i'm gonna get lines under my eyes i'm gonna get you know crow's feet like it's gonna happen like I'm not going to be able to prevent all of that. So if you do, if you start anti-aging at the age that we are now, or at the age you were at 25, technically you could at least put off getting crow's feet by a few years. 
Yeah, but I'm not going to prevent every single wrinkle. No, you're not going to prevent, but the cause of it is the lack of collagen and some, and some other shit, technical shit I'm not going to get into. And if you start putting that excess collagen into your skin, it can help with the depleting collagen that you're losing as you get older. Right, but you see my point, though? Like that it's going to eventually fuck up. Right. Well, not even that, but, like, so you have these women who are already putting makeup on their face, right? So say, like, somebody with, like, way less self-confidence walked in there, mm-hmm. and all their, they're already self-confident because they're like, oh, man, like, I have bags under my eyes. And then immediately you hit them with, oh, not only do you have bags under your eyes, but you're also looking old. <laughs> so stop that shit. Yeah, I get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I understand that there's, like, some, there's science behind it. And listen, that's why I also use Tatcha, and I have a Tatcha eye cream, like, that does help with anti-aging and putting, like, I'm not stupid. Like, I know it does help. Right. I'm not, like, I'm not, like, it doesn't matter, like, who fuck, no, I know that I, like, that's why I have a Tatcha eye cream. That's why, like, I look for stuff that does have, like, you know, um, stuff to help my skin. So your point is that. When you hit a certain age, immediately they start hitting you with the anti-aging. Avoid getting old. Right. Because you're kind of getting there. Right. That's how I feel about right now with these people on TikTok. (laughs) See, that's how you felt at 25. That's how I feel right now at 27. These people are like the late 90s and early 20s. It's the same thing as anti-aging eye cream. No, it's not because those are... No, no, no. Before you get all mad. Before you get all mad. I feel attacked. Did you feel attacked? No. You didn't feel attacked when they when the lady tried to bring you the anti-aging eye cream. That's different. How? She's an adult. This is an adult industry that knows better. This is an adult industry that does their research on women who are self-conscious, on women who they've they are making Shade, they are making ads targeted to women around the ages of 30 and saying, "Hey, you're 30." You need to start doing this anti-aging stuff because you're going to look fucking old in five years. The difference between that and TikTok Mm -hmm. is that is a child who's fucking stupid. Her child should have... That child should have been taught better by that mother. And you know what? You're on an app that was originally created for children. So... It still hurts. It can hurt. And I understand. And you're allowed to grieve. However, this is... Also, I have a question. I don't know much women who've hit 30 and immediately got crow's feet. But that's my point. Okay, that, I'm just that is my point though. Like the the makeup industry hits you young because they want to sell. Because you, you said it yourself that anti aging stuff is way more expensive. It is than just getting a regular eye cream that has just a little bit of like vitamin E and collagen, vitamin right? E. Vitamin E, that's what you need. Yeah, vitamin E, vitamin C, collagen. Right. Yeah. So that and all you need when you're like have a little bit dark is. One, hydration, drink your water, but also, drink your water, drink your water, uh, but also you don't really, like, need to be hit with that, like, they don't need to put anti-aging on there, they yeah. don't, but they do, because then they can upsell it. That's true. They're not stupid. These are, how, how big, it's a 40, 49.2 billion industry yep. that is making this conscious decision to say, hey, if we market this as anti-aging, and sell it to 25-year-olds. We'd make a lot of money. We'd make a lot of money because from age 25 until they stop wearing makeup, they're going to be spending money on that. Yeah. You see my point? I bought collagen from Algenis for a hundred and something dollars. But it was a great investment because it doesn't expire for, I think, 24 months. Okay. And I've had it for eight months already and i feel pretty good okay and i only use it once a week okay it's a serum but you see my point i do see your point that's why it hurts i'm not judging collagen but i'm not judging you for doing it because again i'm in the same boat i'm buying i'm buying 60 dollar eye cream that comes in a little i cheated and bought the like mini sample with my sephora points but (laughs) i buy the little like this little itty bitty like thing yeah of eye cream it's it's super tiny and it's like 60 bucks it's expensive just to put under my eyes that's that's it that's all i do and it's like i'm a victim of it too but like that's the issue i have because 
these really smart people are doing shit like this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we are confident in ourselves. We're like, even though that, like, woman said that to me, and I was like, I don't need fucking anti-aging. Like, yeah, like get, get the fuck out of here. I'll buy perfume. Right. And then I think I went to Lush and just bought, like, a face mask that's supposed to help tighten skin. Lush is great. Um, But, like, you know, what if, God forbid, some other woman came in who was already self-conscious, mm-hmm. was already, like... Insecure. Insecure, and now she gets hit with that. Like, you know, I don't think people realize how much, like, the beauty industry affects, like, self-confidence. Like, mm-hmm. I wear makeup... Because I like the ritual. I like how it makes me feel. It's fun. It's fun. But I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I wear makeup and it's the only thing that makes me feel like I look nice. Yeah. Like, most of the time, I only like taking pictures when I have something on. Yeah, I don't I don't take any selfies when I don't have makeup on. Unless I have a bomb-ass skincare day. Right. That's when I'll take a selfie. When it looks juicy and dripping. But, like, the way that, the, like, the makeup industry makes women feel yeah it kind of makes it feel like if you're not spending money on this skincare products or you're not spending money on this makeup like you're kind of like hobo looking yeah you're not beautiful they're not they're they play they make the play on like oh we celebrate beautiful natural skin but they they don't because you can only get beautiful natural skin by using this skincare product cover your skin right yeah yeah so like it's coat it with whatever you have right yeah, and I think that's something else like YouTube and the internet sensationalized is you're beautiful as you are, but but this will help you right. in some way, shape, or form. This mm-hmm. will accentuate something. This will help cover this because I'm sure no matter how beautiful you feel, there is that one thing that you know that you don't like mm-hmm. that you want to either fix, change, or replace. Mm. That's why plastic surgery is so important, so uh, prominent now. That's why cosmetics is so prominent. Face skincare, estheticians, salons—they are super important to our new generation culture. I don't even know what to call it. It's so important in this era mm-hmm. that at, at this point, what? How do you feel without all the added work? Right. So, like. I don't know. I I personally, even if I don't have my makeup, like I haven't had my nails painted, not even got my nails done. Mm-hmm. Because when COVID closed, I yep. just or COVID closed everything, I couldn't go get my nails done. So I painted them myself. But like I haven't had my nails painted in like three days and already I'm self conscious and I'm like, alright, I gotta paint them tonight because I can't have them like I can't have them naked. Yeah. Like and who 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 stares at your nails long enough to be like, ew, you don't have nail polish on? Like, nobody, no one. Nobody cares. Even it's- for, like, I live with my husband, obviously, and he won't notice my nails until I shove my hand in his face and ask for his opinion. Mm. Otherwise, he will never notice them. No. No. Unless he doesn't, like, unless they're, like, blatantly long and he doesn't like that, he'll, like, say something about it. But, like, mm. besides that, he won't say anything about my nails. Right. No. But, like makeup on or off like you know I, I don't I have never gone to work without makeup yeah ever I have went to work without makeup once and that's because I worked for a cosmetic company mm-hmm. that um actually I wasn't technically allowed to go without makeup but because I had decent enough skin they mm-hmm. didn't know I wasn't wearing makeup so you had to wear makeup there you have to wear makeup every day every day you have to wear makeup Every single day. And you have to either wear three colors on your eyelid or a graphic liner. That is such intense rules. Mm-hmm. And you have to wear a color on the lip. Yep. And I didn't do that because, you know, I don't really follow rules too well, which is why I don't <laughs> have a job now. Um, <laughs> what? I, n- I never knew that about you. <laughs> That's so weird. Didn't follow Um, rules, so immediately, maybe two or three days into me working there, I stopped wearing makeup for a while. No one noticed, so it was fine. But, like, so for me, like, one of the things I'm self-conscious about is my eyebrows. Mm -hmm. My eyebrows are very sparse and thin. So, 
Um, that's one thing they should have noticed. That tells you, that tells you how much they actually pay attention to their employees. Because like if they're like, oh, Shadi, you look great with your makeup on, and then apparently Shadi doesn't have makeup on this day, you would notice I didn't do my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, eyebrows be looking real full and thick when she do them. Right? For real. Yeah, on a normal day, they look like, where they at? <laughs> where they at? I don't know her. I don't know her. <laughs> Just stroking them down. Do, do, you need, do you need to talk about it? Do you, need you know what I do try to do? I try to at least brush them. Yeah. Yeah, like I brush them in a place that look a little bit nicer, but if I don't do anything to them, they just kind of look they go like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a comment and it's gonna make you so mad. At I me. am mad because I already know I see what you're doing. <laughs> um, I have to brush my eyebrows. Oh my god! Because sometimes when I sleep, they're so long, and like I have thick eyebrows, so like sometimes they're so long they scrunch up like bedhead. You're so, so then I have to brush them out. There's like nothing more annoying than you and your eyebrows. I'm sorry. No, fuck that. Your eyebrows are long. They are. They're full. And all you probably have to do is just clean them up. Yeah. Because they look like they're naturally arched. You're such a skank. Every time I go no to... No one likes every... you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I only know that I have nice eyebrows because every time I go to uh, to get them done, like waxed, every woman who has ever done my eyebrows, the first thing they say after they like brush them and get ready to clean them, they go, your eyebrows are so nice. <laughs> and I'm like, They are oh. nice. Okay. Like, whenever I do your makeup, I never touch your eyebrows except for to brush them into place. <laughs> That's true. They're so nice. I don't even do your eyelashes because those are nice, too. You're such a skank. Like, you, if you were deci- if you decide to be a professional prostitute, you'd probably do well. Okay, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Based off just eyebrows and lashes. Eyebrows and lashes. That's all I need. You'd be a perfect porno <laughs> or porn girl. I don't even know what the fuck to call you. Prostitute, stripper. You do great because your eyebrows tell the whole story. There you go. Yeah. Can I be like an eye model? Like, I don't want anything below my nose. I mean, I think they have that for glasses, maybe. Okay. And you wear glasses. I do so wear glasses. That works. All right. I'll look into it. Yeah. <laughs> eye modeling. You got to smile with your eyes. No, that's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the kind of serial killer smile. Like, I'm going to get you. I wrote notes this time, everyone. You, so She did. I did. Did we go over them? Yes. We went over one. What else did you have? I'm just curious. <laughs> I wrote beauty standards that we would, we could talk about, about like tanning and teeth whitening, um, thin bodies, full lips, big butts, heavy makeup, revealing clothes. I th- we did talk about salons. Groomed eyebrows. Salons. We talked about some of Yeah, we kind of hit different I points. I think some of that is more like society standards in the beauty industry i did that's what that's why i wrote yeah. those beauty that's shit. no you u.s beauty standards u.s beauty standards for 2020 that was the google search you put in no i put an american beauty standards. <laughs> <laughs> but i clicked on the one that said u.s because it sounded oh, more official oh, that's true that's true i'm feeling attacked where's my cheesesteak you <laughs> <laughs> have to go make it um okay. So that's all we have. We can dive into another subject about that anything we talk about at a later time. But thank you all for joining. Yes, thank you for listening to us for God knows how long at this point. Um, after we take out all those side notes and divulging <laughs> or diverting. Yeah, Sarah has a diverting. problem staying on topic. You know what? I she like could it. do better. I don't like your tone right now <laughs> as you went off about a fucking serial killer. Whoa. I don't need for you to attack me right now. No. I support you. Okay. I support you too. I'm just saying. Okay. Um, Also, thank you guys for your support. Yes. And you always checking in when we upload a new episode. Um, Continue to follow us on our social media. Continue sharing the love. Of course. On our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And now TikTok. And now TikTok. We do have a TikTok. We do. It's a lot of us just reacting to stuff. Yeah. Like, when you guys leave comments that I really, 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 really like. Like, the one comment when they're saying that Leos don't really recognize how much they need an Aquarius in their life. I don't think that's what the comment said. That's exactly (laughs) what they were talking about. Okay. Sure. Sarah needs me. She doesn't want to admit it.
because you know it's true. I am everything to you. You are the pillar of my life, but I am the beacon to yours. Shouldn't I be the beacon? Because I'm the fucking sun. But why would I be a pillar Wait, if I'm can, air? Can I? Because you lift me up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're right. I'm the beacon. No, wait. I'm the pillar. You, you are, are the beacon. Pillar. So yeah. come check us out. Send us any um, things you want to see us react to. Also, we are creating a website. Yes. So we'll have that available to you guys next week. Yes. Yes. So um, check that out, too. So if you want to find us on any of our social media platforms, you can go there first. And you'll have several links to get to us through to our social media platforms like TikTok, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah. We can and also, of course, the show. We can also do Discord, too. Oh, my God. If you want to play games with us. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Among Us. I play that almost every night. If you want to, uh, if you're interested in doing stuff or just having a community group, let us know. We'll create a Discord. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Right. So let us know. You can email us um, or just DM us. And thank you guys again. Keep re- reviewing and rating on iTunes. And um, we can't wait to talk to you later. Yes. So thank, thank you. you all. Thank you. And have a wonderful week. Peace. Bye. Thanks for listening to Trying to Make It to 30. Our cover art is made by Carly Simone, and our sound mixing is done by Ricky Vasquez. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at TTM30Podcast. If you have a topic or drink suggestion or just want to say hi, please email us at TTMT30Podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed our alcohol-infused tangents and would like to hear more, please find us on any podcast streaming app available. And if you really like us and want to hear more, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. It really helps us out. Thanks again, and join us next time as we talk more about trying to make it to 30. 30.